0: What's up, everyone? Welcome to the ninth episode of The Nothing But Net Show. I'm your co-host, Jamar.
1: And I'm your co-host, Michael, and we're extremely excited to bring you another episode of The Nothing But Net Show.
0: Whether you're watching our show for the first time or you're a returning listener of our show, we appreciate you all. We thank you for watching and we want to encourage you to follow our social media pages as well. You can follow us on Instagram or like our Facebook page at The Nothing But Net Show. You can also follow our Twitter account at TheNBNShow.
1: So, on today's episode, we're going to be discussing the utterly dominant Warriors and how they're just taking over the NBA for another season. We'll also touch upon the top storylines of player performances and team performances, and we'll give a slight preview as to the NCAA season, so let's jump right into it.
0: Yeah, let's get it. But first, a word from AJM Performance. A. J. M. Performance. Do you want to train like the pros do? AJM Performance is the right fit. They can help you chase your goals and accomplish them.
1: You can contact them by their Instagram at AJM underscore performance. Or you can send a call or a text message to 786-370-1387. Hit up AJM
0: Performance if you're trying to get that boost. Go out and become the best you.
1: This season, the Golden State Warriors dominance has continued as it has for the past several years. Now with Kevin Durant, Steph Curry, Klay Thompson, and Draymond Green, they lead the league in points per game, field goal percentage, three-point percentage, three-pointers made, assist, assist to turnover ratio, Steph Curry's the leading scorer in the league, Kevin Durant is right behind him, Klay Thompson just broke the NBA record for three-pointers in a game, only playing three-quarters. Jamar, at this point, are we surprised by the Warriors? Like, is there anything that I told you that, like, caught you off
0: guard? You're like, oh, that doesn't sound real. To all of our viewers, I want to share this moment with you. A moment of silence. A moment of silence for the hopes and dreams for all other 29 teams that came into this season thinking they had a shot, a simple opportunity. To have any postseason success. Let's 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 have a moment. Thank you guys. With that said, I'm not shocked at anything you just said. And the most ridiculous part of everything you just said is that it is sustainable, and they not only can, they most likely will hold that for the rest of the season. That is the scariest part. Curry right now is you want to read his stats? like?
1: Yeah. So, <laughs> at the moment of our recording,
0: I couldn't even read this. I can't even read this.
1: Stephen Curry is averaging 32.5 points per game, mm. 6 assists, mm. and 5.4 rebounds per game. Mm. Oh, and let's not forget his 51-point performance.
0: Mm. And, and what's his 3-point percentage? It is 51. So, the man is 53% field goal percentage but 51 percent from three guys we have never seen this before in nba history in the history of the world we have never seen this before and again the scariest part about it is i've been watching sports tv i've been watching regular uh broadcasting uh debate shows things of that nature right the scariest thing is they all say oh the averages will play themselves out right Stephen A. Smith said to Max Gellman, he said, Steph Curry is this good. He begs the question, are you sure? Are you sure he can't do this for the season? Because I'm watching them play, no matter who they're playing. The game is so insanely easy for them.
1: It's so smooth. There's no trying.
0: It's Globetrotter-esque. They're literally, it's like the Harlem Globetrotters, but they're playing against actual professional players.
1: Last, oh. At the time of this recording, last night they played the Timberwolves, and there's a point where the Timberwolves got close, and then you saw Golden State just tap the gas. They didn't, they didn't put their foot
0: to the gas. they didn't put their foot, they just... And it's so disrespectful, not not disrespectful on their part, I'm saying it's just disrespectful in the sense, they're literally just playing around. Yeah. They are playing around, and then when the game does get close, and it's like, oh shoot, like it's getting a little close, too close for comfort, yeah. alright, let's just play for real for three minutes. 16-0 run in three minutes. <laughs> it was it was a two-point game, now it's an 18-point game. Like, out of nowhere, and it's crazy. And again, they are so good, it begs the question, can they keep it up for a season?
1: I think it gets toned back a little bit. I think they still, out of all the categories I stated, I think points per game, they end with the highest assist per game. Three-pointers made, unless the Rock is turning up. Three-point percent. Like, I don't really see their – They should hold they can, it all. Yeah. But and let me ask
0: you this. Can Steph hold those averages for the whole season? Mainly, I'm I'm certain he can average 33 a game.
1: I can see him going 32, 6, and 6 for a year.
0: Can he keep 51 from three? No,
1: nah, that's impossible. No, he'll be, he'll be 40, 50, 90. He you would go, think it's impossible, but might, is it? He might catch a 45 clip from three. Which, like, no. as I say it, it doesn't sound real. It sounds like I'm talking about my, my career. And it's just the fact, and it's not even that he just takes threes like Kyle Corver. It's
0: the threes he takes. Yeah, it's, it's not just set off screen sh- captain shoots, which he, he has a lot five. of those too, but it's, it's playing with the ball, fading over, getting hit, and yeah. one threes. And I'm going to go out on the limb and, and say, your bench. You don't think this is possible? The man has shown me that nothing is impossible for him. I think he can. The man can average 50 from three, which begs the other question, can he win MVP? And you know my opinion on this.
1: Him and Katie are going to take away from each other.
0: They, it's just simply because literally on his special night, just the other day, he had 51 in, in uh, the game before the Garden. Yeah. Right? KD had 31 with him. So it's like. And, and you, then
1: KD had 41 in the Garden. Uh, Let me read you this one. mm -hmm. So, last night against the Timberwolves. 33, 28, and 22. From their three leading scores. Clay, KD, and Seth combined for 83. Now, you wanna know the best part about this entire discussion? You haven't said
0: the name Draymond Green one. At all! You wanna know the worst part about this entire discussion? We haven't said the name DeMarcus Cousins once, who, by the way, is the best center in the league, who, by the way, is coming off an injury, yes, but he's in probably one of the best training facilities in the world, and he will be coming back to join the Golden State Warriors, who already are the greatest team we've ever seen. The
1: thing is, I love everything Steve Kerr said about him. We're not resigning him. We can't pay him. We want to get him a ring. We want to get him paid. I'm so happy that's that because I know that's what they've been thinking. Now, I have one question. Can Draymond Green average a triple-double for the year? Right now, he's at 8.4 points, 8.5 assists, and 7.5
0: rebounds. 100% he could. Simply because I I honestly think, and again, I'm not taking anything away from Westbrook, but I honestly think it's easier to average a triple-double in this league simply because the pace is so much quicker than leagues have passed, and the shot attempts, the possessions, everything's up.
1: And if they know he's trying to do it.
0: That was my next point. If because they're so good, if they really okay. come with the mindset to do it, they can't. Like, you mean to tell me LeBron, who's 27-8-8 and 8, every single season, you mean to tell me he really can't average yeah. two more assists all, and two really more all rebounds it is, is if he didn't say want the to? Outside,
1: if Draymond passes to you and you're like somewhat open, don't look for a better pass.
0: Which is why I wasn't that impressed with Westbrook's triple-double because he, he was going out to do it. Yeah. You know what I mean? It was games where he had eight points, or I'm sorry, he had eight assists going into the fourth quarter. He would get here, two here, here, here more, here you go, real here, here quick. Here's the ball to the basket. Here's the ball to the basket. Exactly.
1: Look, that's my rebound. Exactly. out of here.
0: And they, the, his teammates are in on it too. Yes, like Stephen
1: Adams is, is is uh boxing out center, so Russ can so come he can
0: come in and grab the board
1: <laughs> and then sprint down the court, hand it off to and then right back off to Stephen Adams for a dunk.
0: And then in some games, once he gets the triple double. Then after that, it's all shots. Exactly. After that, it's straight shots. I think I'm
1: I'm game. I'm pulling up, baby.
0: Again, the craziest part of this whole Warriors thing is that, at least to me, in my opinion, I think it's sustainable. I genuinely believe that Steph might actually go over 50 from three this season. And again, in my opinion, this is exactly why Steph cannot win MVP because He's gonna be somewhere around for the season. I'm talking. He's gonna be somewhere around 35 and five, and he's gonna be playing next to someone who will be somewhere around 27, seven and six. Yeah. So it's like if you can't even argue, with, and again, I'm not arguing the player. Yeah. But if you can't even valuable. argue who's the most valuable on their own team, one cannot win for the league. Yeah. So
1: honestly, if I'm just gonna drop one last hot take, yeah. I think Draymond Green gets two quadruple doubles this year, if not one, because I think he can hunt it. And I really, really think, looking at them, we might have three teammates this year go
0: 40-50-90. Which is, and again, this is just insane. I
1: can't believe I said that out loud. It's like insane. And I'm, not,
0: and I'm not trolling. It's insane. The fact
1: that I like believe that and it's feasible, it's scary. It's spooky, boys. It's spooky, we're buddy, witnessing.
0: Bro. We're witnessing history in the NBA. Now we're going to discuss some of the other top storylines so far from the seasons. At just about 10 games in, as I've said in previous episodes, if you take the Warriors out of the equation, the league as a whole is actually pretty competitive. My number one pick before the season is looking pretty strong. The Raptors, my number one pick in the East, of course, the Raptors are standing at 8-1, number one seed in the East. We also have my favorite point guard in the league, Damian Lillard. Balling leading the Portland Trailblazers who are currently in the playoff picture in the West and he's averaging about 30 6 assists and 5 rebounds Kemba Walker of the Charlotte Hornets is also having an awesome year averaging s- similar numbers and We also have Bron letting us down with even though he's putting up impressive numbers the Lakers at 3 and 5 So of the storylines I've mentioned or actually if you have another one, what is the top storyline been? For you so far this season
1: okay so discussion point wise it's definitely been the lakers just because they they get talked about no matter what they do i'm if long so disappointed steps outside, they get talked about the fight we already know what happened with the suspensions and how they have to cater to a, a superstar league now my biggest story well not my biggest storyline but one of them has been the trade that we all talk down upon from the spurs perspective DeMar DeRozan doing exactly what they need. He's playing. Does it guard. not
0: look like that? S- that trade worked perfectly for both teams. Yeah. It looks like it, especially if Kawhi resigns. Yeah, no, that's the biggest
1: thing. If Kawhi mm-hmm. resigns, then everything worked out. This well, actually, I would argue.
0: Need. Actually, I'll take that back. If they make it to the finals this year, regardless of what happens, it, it was, was worth months. it. Yeah. It was worth it because, simply put, with DeMar DeRozan, they DeRozan there, they were they were not going to the yeah. finals. If it was mental, if it was oh a LeBron thing or whatever, Kyrie has that same edge maybe yeah. from the Cavs, they wouldn't have been in the Yeah, finals. and
1: you can't wait another year to see. like, maybe it's not a LeBron thing because what if it wasn't a LeBron thing and they still lost and then you lose the chance of getting Kawhi Leonard? You lost the chance of getting a top five player when healthy. And DeMar DeRozan right now is averaging 27.9, 7.3 assists, his career high, and 5.7 rebounds, and they're 5-2. and two. He... They're, all their point cards are either hurt or retired. He's and he's playing, playing great playing, defense. Yeah, he's doing great defense. Him, him and the Marcus Aldridge are playing really well. I think it's just that. Sy- it's the spur system. It really shows it, you. I was
0: just about to say that. And, he's with and Pop it, now.
1: And it showed how good Kawhi is as well. When he stepped out and away from them, he's averaging 26.1, 7.6, 3.4. He is playing reduced minutes at the moment, which is very smart, in my opinion. Of Definitely, course, of course. On back-to-back nights comment it down. Don't, don't need to play him. Yeah, you guys are the one are now. Kyle Lowry's playing really well. Serge Ibaka's playing really well. Kemba Walker is balling. balling. Yes, sir. Averaging 29. And he's coming out. And Kemba's always been really fun to watch. It's just is issue guard, go- a small scoring guard in this league. It's... It's pretty hard to be a six foot one scoring card, just efficiency
0: wise. Yeah, and he was yeah. averaging six threes a game yeah, for yeah. for a little bit. I'm yeah. sure it's dipped now, probably around four and a half or somewhere yeah, around he's there. Very quick. But he's still it's, it's great He's handles. definitely expanded his game. And, and Dwight Howard coming back, uh, for the not for them for
1: the Wizards. Time. That the Wizards are show right now. They are just nothing is coming right for them. Yeah, the John Wizards. Hall and Bradley Beal are putting up numbers technically. They have their other max contract, Otto Porter, with 10, 5, and 5 complaining. I want more shots.
0: Do something. And everyone's coming out again at your man, who I don't know why you are so big on him. But everyone's coming out once well, again. All I know is if a role John player Wall.
1: is talking about the superstar, one of you stay one of you can go. So I don't care if like
0: Bradley Beal's not a role player and he's talking about. Look, man, this man got his agenda. He got no, numbers that's he what, wants that's to what hit.
1: What Wall said about Bradley Beal. Bradley Beal just wants to score. Like I don't think like watching him play. He scores the basketball. He does He doesn't play defense. He doesn't rebound. Doesn't no, pass. no, no.
0: That's what I was gonna say. Beal said about Wall. He it's has wild. his own agenda. He just wants it's to wild. hit his numbers. And Wall responded saying, "Look, if you can't play defense, I don't know why you're playing at all. Yeah. Any minutes at all. That was that was the back and yeah, forth John, with the like, media. John Wall,
1: honestly, like he's their best defender. He's their creator. Who, who's a better? Who's a better? Who's I was better thinking. Defender? I was just thinking. Man, no, like, relax. Like, I no, I need you to Otto, relax. I need you to calm down. Really offense, you're at like a ten. Like, I need you around he,
0: like an eight. I, I need you to calm down.
1: Look, John." And the crazy thing is, is John Wall can't, they can't get rid of John Wall. The contract's too fat. I think, in, honestly, in like two or three years, you know what he's going to get paid for a singular season 48000000 $48
0: Swear Sorry to God. In get
1: like two or three years, years.
0: Stop. John I'm Wall. I'm not kidding. Who's paying him $48 million, Mikey? I would Stop lying to the I people. I told no, you I'm this not. the last episode. Yeah. Stop lying to the people, Mikey. Who I'm, is I'm going not. to I'm pay I'm John not. Wall?
1: That's in his contract. Like, the max con- the super max he signed?
0: Is oh, I he, forgot he signed a Supermax. Yeah, yeah, thought, thought oh, a Super I thought card. you meant, yeah, yeah. yeah no, yeah, yeah no, no, I no, forgot no. he signed Supermax. So, that, that's handcuffing them. That he's, no, he's not lying this time, guys. There's, he's, there's, good. he's good. There's
1: no player in the world I'm paying $48 million a year to.
0: No, there's a couple players in the, in the world I'm paying $48 million. Well,
1: the fact that Steph's not going to pay that much. and Steph's going to get right. it. Well, he's he's well what I'm like saying. 30. Yeah, yeah. It's just $48 handcuffing you. In
0: their primes, there's probably like 10 players that can get that. yeah, yeah. Yeah. Maximum. Yeah.
1: I'm not giving it
0: a Love him. Going back to going back to the first point you brought up, the Lakers. Now, LeBron's currently at – what is he at? The regular 27,
1: 27, 8, and 8, right? Like, yeah. that's about – No, LeBron's
0: at 28, 8, and 9. How? I don't – I genuinely don't understand that's that because no I'm watching the man. I'm so disappointed in the way he's played. As I, as, as I said on my court, for those of you guys that follow us on Instagram and, and keep up with our courts – I'm so disappointed watching him play. They've lost so many games that have been tight and games passionate. that I want him to take over. Yeah. And him and Luke, what they say um, in their interviews to the media is that they know, or this is more so from, from Luke. He says he knows LeBron can close. Yeah. He knows LeBron can go and get him a bucket when he needs to. He can win games, etc. What he wants to see is is who else can do that.
1: Yeah, that's the biggest thing. That was so Winter that's Street what the they're saying. The this is
0: my only problem with that. This is the Western Conference. Yeah. Five losses this early in the season yeah. is huge. Exactly. To say
1: in the to East, five East five it's whatever. You
0: can go on a little 12-game win streak, whatever. This is the West.
1: Yeah.
0: We saw last year, the seeds from three to 10, I believe. It was separated by a like game and a half. Separated like two by games, two three, games, three, two or three yeah, games. So, five losses in the beginning of the season is huge. Now, the only good thing that they have going for them is that a lot of other teams are struggling as well. The Rockets, the Thunder, other teams that were expected to be high-caliber teams in the West are also And some teams that weren't
1: supposed to be good, like the Kings are good. Exactly. So, we expect them,
0: right, but we expect them as, you know, teams are able to game plan later in the season and actually start playing defense. Yeah, we expect those to lower. That's the only good thing that the Lakers have going for them. But for me, speaking to you, LeBron, because I know you're watching this show, I need you to pick it up. I need you to start carrying this team. I've never understood why the game plan was to play him most in the post. I never understood that because he has the least shooters around him probably since his second or third year in the league. So I don't understand why. I don't understand why when the man has (laughs) shot over 40 from 3-1 season. When the man was 38 last year, I believe. Why are you moving him from the three-point line to the post? Because then what we've seen is right now he's averaging 27 yeah, percent from three.
1: He's a, he's a very rhythm shooter. Exactly. He so if he's if he's post post rhythm. post all game, and which is what which is
0: what has been happening, yeah. he's completely out of rhythm. So he's taking threes and he's missing all of them. The touch so, isn't there. He I've never to, like, understood that.
1: It's a very this team just very weirdly put together. I said this from the beginning of the year. It's like if like. Scoring wise, if Brandon Ingram isn't the second scorer taking over, you gotta rely on Kuzma. I like Kuzma, but some of his some of the shots he takes and he makes aren't great shots. His his shot selection isn't very good. And I after that it's very shaky.
0: I have to disagree with that because one, Kuzma is playing very well next to LeBron, and two, Brandon Ingram is not. I believe for that reason, again, not going based off skill, not going based off who's the best players, whatever the case is. For that reason, this needs to be the Lakers starting lineup. Luke Walton, take notes. The Lakers starting lineup needs to be Lonzo at starting PG. He's not better than Rondo, but Rondo will play great as a starter or off the bench.
1: And you can stagger his minutes.
0: Lonzo will not. Lonzo, I have seen, his confidence is completely different from when he's starting and when he comes off the bench. Lonzo needs to start. Josh Hart needs to start. No KCP. He's been no balling. KCP. I never understood why KCP was starting. I said that since the beginning, before the season.
1: Like The only thing he had was the veteran mentality defense, and defense. He's not doing either. He no, not score. no, so exactly. What do you score
0: he does not need to start. Josh Hart needs got to start. Minutes. Josh Hart needs to start. Brandon Ingram, depending on his, if he can play great. What I'd like to see, because he's so skilled and so gifted, I'd like to see him come off the bench and just kill, just kill but that's bench line But it? exactly, never, I don't know. His, he's never, come, he's never off come, off come off the, the bench. No, exactly, be he doesn't have that confidence. So I'd understand starting him, but that's what I'd really love to see. And if anything, start him and play him minutes more when he's playing against the other team's bench players. Yeah. And then besides that, Javale obviously yeah. and and Bron and Kuz obviously. Yeah. Obviously. The
1: biggest thing is for that. I, Brandon Ingram and LeBron have to match so if that right. means you gotta play them early and struggle you gotta play them early and struggle That's and also the thing. thing is Brandon Ingram will play the two
0: but again the problem is the problem is Brandon Ingram is very and, versatile and you, can't, you can put him a whole yeah, bunch of different places
1: in the west you can't get off so. so that's the, the problem thing you gotta, is you
0: can't experiment yeah. and even if you're experimenting it's cool to experiment during the game I believe three of the Lakers five yeah. losses have been within five points games. Braun, I need you to close those. I understand experimenting. I understand you need to see what's going on with your other teammates. You need to see who's with you. But just for those last two minutes. You need to hey, say, can we get them? Give me the ball. We're winning this, and then we'll continue. To me to explain that? Because, that's because I don't care. The wins are more important. Yeah. <clears throat> those are some of the top storylines aside from the
1: Raptors. Oh, and Giannis Ballin. Giannis And balling. Anthony Davis. Falling.
0: Joel the is at 30. Uh,
1: 30. Ballin ballin if he's going to play a full season, that's an MVP candidate right there. Yeah, he, and because. And because and of and the God. aura, too. Yeah, man, man. Everyone loves. Like, most people love Joel. There are times that, like, the antics turn me off to him, but there's also times that he's so fun at
0: all. Yeah, no, no. He's fun.
1: Post game, he's hilarious. Of
0: course, of course. And he's just a great player. Shout out to if him. He, if he
1: plays the full time, like, the Hakeem is 1,000% yeah. so accurate. Yeah,
0: and he's more versatile than Akeem was.
1: Yeah, he can shoot through.
0: Yeah, yeah. The post is gorgeous. Nice.
1: And the post is a dying game, but when you got a seven-foot big man like that who the moves puck, so gracefully, yeah, it's it's if, not fair. If you fair. guys have seen the, the, the off-season videos of him and Tatum going at it, he don't look like a center. Yeah. Him and DeMarcus Cousins don't look like centers.
0: Yeah. Yeah, but they're definitely great. They'll just some of the top storylines. The Rockies seem to we'll turn like, it up. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Well, we'll see what happens with them with the rest of the season.
2: Hey, what's up? Nothing but net. It's your boy, Tim Sada. Um, for the people that's been listening, I, uh, I was interviewed on the first episode with Jamar and Mikey. Um, but today I'm coming in as a fan. And I... Uh, I have a a prediction, and then I have a couple questions for you for the college season coming up. So I think that Duke is going to be so exciting to watch. I mean, you got a couple of the best players in the nation on the same team. I mean, it's rare for what they're about to have. I know they come in preseason. I think they're coming in fifth. Um, I know know they're obviously going to be in the top ten, but I think they're coming in at fifth. Correct me if I'm wrong. But uh, I think they have enough talent and the firepower to go all the way. Um, but I want to know what you and Mikey think. So you guys get back with me on that. I want to know, do you think Duke can win the national championship this year in college basketball?
0: Hey, Tim. Thanks for sending in your question. As me and Mikey say all the time, we really do enjoy this question from the fan segment because we really get to interact with you. And we enjoy it when you guys put captions on our pictures and message the different social media pages as well. It just makes everything more interactive and it maximizes our experience doing this show. Uh, I'll answer your question first. Simply put, yes, I feel like Duke has what it takes to win it all, but I have to be honest, I have thought that Duke has had what it takes to win it all for the past three years and they haven't gotten it done for longer than that, actually. Um, But simply put, we're talking about Duke University. We're talking about the top recruits, R.J. Barrett, Zion Williamson, Cam Reddish. We're talking about one of the best coaches at any level of the history of the game in Mike Krzyzewski. So with all those things combined, of course they have what it takes to win it all. The problem is, there's other schools that do as well, and they'll be playing one of those schools pretty soon, won't they?
1: Yeah, on November 6th, they open up against Kentucky. That is a game I am so excited for.
0: That's going to be a good one.
1: Kentucky's coming in with five top 30 recruits from last year's class. Duke's coming in with five top 50s. Obviously, they had the one, two, and three.
0: Which is the craziest part of the recruiting. We're talking about Cam Reddish, who is Cam Reddish, who is the third best player coming out of high school. And he's overclassed
1: or he's overhyped by two players. Like no one's really even talking about Cam. Cam's nasty.
0: He's the third best player on his team. It it has the potential to be the Warriors of the college game. Especially
1: Jones brother coming too, another
0: good point guard. Yeah, they, they, they can be nice, but it seems as though something always happens with Duke. They for just whatever reason they just don't get it done. I think they've only won three times in their the history of their school, they which is won which won. is good in in comparison to other schools. Yeah. But when you're talking about a school like North Carolina or things of that nature, yeah. schools that have twenty some <clears throat> championships.
1: Yeah. The thing is, Mike Krzyzewski is well. This one and done era is really different for him, and like he plays all because he's always getting the four three year kids. So last time he won was with a one and done team with Jaheel Okafor mm-hmm. and Tyus Jones. And yep. Talent wise, and that was what crazy. four or five years ago, yeah. right? Yeah, that was that talent wise was nothing too crazy. This talent wise is athletes. The biggest thing is is can they hit threes and can they play together because they all basically play the same position. That's the hardest saying.
0: Well, what position is Zion? Oh, what is
1: goodness.
0: he like? <laughs> what is that man? Is he a man like? No, that he's, he's crazy, but I, I'm, I'm extremely excited to see what Duke has. Um, what we're trying to do on the show is not just NBA. We know we've talked a lot of NBA, yeah. but we're trying to do basketball at all levels, so we will obviously cover college topics, and we will cover high school topics as well yeah. that come up. But me personally, I think Duke has what it takes to win it all this year, and I, I hope they do. I always like when Duke wins.
1: I always go Kentucky, and this year I'm really excited for this Duke team and Virginia. The ACC right now has seven top twenty-five teams, so we'll see throughout the season because it's not like the, the ACC is the ACC. Right. There's no like, oh, we get to sort of go through it. No, no, no. We're, you're going to be tested. It's Basically, the Western Conference. Yeah. We it's the so Western this is Conference. Be great. I yep. think I personally I hope to see Duke and Kentucky matched up again in the finals with mm. Kentucky taking it. But if Duke, that'd be a lit game either way. The
0: athletes. that would be that be a lit game either way. And that concludes the ninth episode of The Nothing But Ness Show. Make sure to stay tuned because our 10th episode, we have some major changes and surprises coming to you guys, our viewers, and we can't wait to debut all of that information. Make sure you guys are following us on social media because not only do we make some of our announcements on our social media pages, but also we have some segments that are exclusive only to our social media pages, such as The Courts, which is a time in which me and Mikey talk about a current topic in between episodes and we give our opinions on that and we ask for feedback as well so you can follow us on instagram at the nothing but net show and you can also like our facebook page which is the same thing and on twitter we're at the nbn show also make sure to like and subscribe to this channel
1: We'd like to thank all the fans again. And thank you, Tim, for sending in the question. We really appreciate it. And it was a great way for us to get our first <clears throat> college basketball topic out the way. Yeah. Let's get it right before the season. We hope you all tune in. November 6th is the opening night. So we got a lot of games at that time. So when you guys have questions for that, definitely send those in as well. Definitely. We love all the feedback from you guys. Under our posts, definitely let us know what you guys are waiting for this college season. Let us know who you have winning. Mm-hmm. and. We have a great time giving this to you guys every other week and we love all the love you guys showed to us throughout its entirety honestly so thank you again
0: definitely we appreciate you all and like i said make sure to stay tuned because that 10th episode is going to be something different big things big things so with all that said that's all for today thank you guys for tuning in peace